Welcome, welcome, folks. Uh, happy apocalypse time. This is, <laughs> once again, the SoCo Show, episode 136. It's an anniversary. <laughs> you know we love those. This is the co-host, Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by the so-host, Seth Ott. It's the taco-pocalypse. The taco-pocalypse. Ooh, taco-pocalypse. <laughs> I'd fuck up some tacos right now, for sure. Um... <laughs> Probably, if you're hearing this, you are on uh, self-quarantine or actual quarantine uh, because of the Social the distancing. Social distancing. There you go. Uh, something that people have been doing to Seth since 2005 <laughs> is now a requirement uh, for pretty much all of us. So uh, um, It's not people doing it to Seth. It's Seth doing it to other people. Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. Whatever lets you sleep at night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So uh, a lot of big, a lot of big news uh, this past week. A lot of shit's getting canceled. There's basically nothing to watch. Uh, no movies. Uh, and earlier this week, we heard that movie theaters, uh, the big chains at least, completely shutting down. So for a podcast that's about talking about the movies that we just watched, uh, this can be a difficult episode. And we anticipate several of these uh, in the near future. But we thought rather than shut the show down, uh, probably some people are going to be looking for stupid shit to listen to. So why don't we continue to provide some of that? Uh, shows are going to be pretty different, I think, for the next few weeks. Uh, probably quite a bit shorter and probably quite a little bit goofier. Uh, we tend to be relatively sober when we do shows. Uh, that has ceased to be the case. So uh, who knows what kind of tangents and things we'll get on. So a little bit less structure to the show uh, than you're probably typically used to. And hopefully that's not... Uh, too upsetting for you, but we hope to get back to normal as soon as everything else does, as soon as we can go to the goddamn movie theater again. Um, <laughs> but uh, until then, we just, uh, it, I don't know, it's been a crazy, crazy last week or so. A lot has changed in the world. Um, Seth, what do you, what's your, what's your, like, what's your, what are your feelings right now? Like, what are you thinking about day to day as it relates to, to the, the, I'm going to go ahead and just call it the apocalypse. <laughs> Taco apocalypse. Thinking a lot about tacos. <laughs> um, no, uh, I mean, for honestly, for me, my life hasn't changed a whole lot, which is a little sad. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like I'm still, I still have to go into the office, and I'm still working my nine to five, and you know that that type of thing. Um, I, but I mean, other than not going to the movies, not being able to go to the movies, that's about the only thing that you know. Kind of weekends, most of the time I hang out at the house, so uh, if it, if I'm not going somewhere or whatever, but you know, it's. Uh, it, it's it for right now. It's not too much different for me. I mean, other than the going to the grocery store kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's, that's been a, why that is that nasty? Accident. That was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that so that that's really been terrible. Uh, finally got some toilet paper, so that was cool. Um, I didn't get didn't get three rolls. I only or three uh, cases. I only got one one thing, so we're good there. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's weird for sure. It's like, it's, it's pretty weird. And, and like the whole downtown here is empty and, um, just not seeing many people. But in terms of like my day to day, I'm trying to keep it pretty similar, trying to keep a good routine going and still, you know, trying to come home, watch, you know, have dinner, watch TV and, and live a normal life as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of doing the same. It's a little it's tricky, right? But you and I are both in industries that the government says are essential, uh, which was kind of a nice thing to hear about this week. I like feeling essential. <laughs> <laughs> so well, for... all, um, <laughs> most gas stations are still essential. So. <laughs> hey, I was at a gas station today, and um, 
me and the guy uh, made out for a little bit in order to celebrate our essentialness. So hopefully he didn't have anything. Did you guys use some um, essential oils? Oh, yeah, we did. Hello. What's up? <laughs> anyway. Ooh, mommy. <laughs> oh, mommy. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, weirdly enough, like I have more work now than... <laughs> than like I ever have before. So it's funny, like a lot of our friends are, are at home uh, and, and don't have much to do and are bored out of their minds or are watching a bunch of TV or playing video games or whatever. And I'm like sweating, like at my desk, uh, trying to figure well. out how I'm going to get all this work done. It's, I don't know, that, that's the annoying thing. I feel like everyone else got to go out to recess and we have to stay inside and read a paper. <laughs> all they'll say is that um, I think if you're sweating at your desk and you're, you know, we're, Work a bank job. I think you've got to reevaluate some other things. <laughs> I am rather sedentary. Uh, that is that is absolutely true. It was a concern. It was a concern that I found myself panting at one point during a meeting today. Um, but uh, we'll get that figured out. I think tomorrow I'm going to try to get back on my on my jogging grind. I think I, I wanted to use the apocalypse as a way or as a reason to stop working out, but I thought I had I had a good like two weeks in a row going, so I need to keep my momentum. So. We'll well, they're, they're even like they're 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 not like the quarantine isn't not go outside. <laughs> they're, they're like people can still go outside and like enjoy nature and stuff like that, but just don't do it in groups. But yeah, yeah. like people are using this all as an excuse to sit around and watch TV. My myself excluded mm-hmm. ex- included when I'm home, but I should definitely get out and and run as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I get so cabin fever is a thing for me. Like if I get if I'm inside too much, I turn into a real fucking asshole. Just ask my girlfriend. Um, but, uh, it's, I need, I need to get outside at least a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to try to get back in that habit. I think that'll help, but it's a tense, uh, it's a tense feeling kind of everywhere. At least I'm feeling that everyone's a little bit on edge and kind of wondering what's going to happen next. And <clears throat> it's exciting, but not in like a fun way. Right? It's, <laughs> it's kind of just always being ready for some crazy shit to happen. Um, but you know, in the, in the midst of all the chaos, the SoCo show lives on. And, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep doing something. Uh, I should also mention in terms of this very episode, uh, we, we have sent the editor, uh, to work from home and he's not very reliable. So don't count on a lot of high quality editing in these next few weeks. I think these shows are going to be pretty raw. Um, but, uh, you know, they'll, they'll still be audible. So, you know, that's, that's a benefit. I think audibletrial.com slash it's okay. Oh, is that what it is? There you go. Hit the link in the description box. You're gonna get 30 days in your first book for free. Here comes free. The money. Here we. There we go. See, we're trying new things. Trying new go. things here on the Soko Show. How did it feel to to do the drop? Not the drop, but the uh, the audible ad there. It felt great. Yeah. See, maybe you can be the ad guy now. I wake oh, up in my. Yeah. I wake up from a dead from a dead sleep sometimes in the middle of the night and go. <gasps> audibletrial.com slash soko hit the link in the description box to get 30 days of audible in your first book for free and i don't know where it comes from but i think i think i say it too much and too often and too exactly the same so i'm ready for some change so what other uh what other apocalypse things are going on out there you said uh you told me before you 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 found some funniness in in the apocalypse uh the taco the taco apocalypse as we're we're gonna refer to it as taco apocalypse Um, so what are what are some of the things you're seeing out there 
Well, um, I mean, first is that we we all need to listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He uh, he's been putting out some videos talking about this whole thing. Say, first he's you know is teaching us how to self quarantine with his dogs, or whatever he had. He had some horses, I think. I think he had a horse too. And then uh, today he released one. So I don't know if you've seen all these dumb spring break kids down in Florida being being dumb and partying. Um, but uh, Arnold did had a video and he's just chilling in his pool smoking a cigar <laughs> and he's just like, "You kids." <laughs> Don't be partying. <laughs> you guys got to social distance and flatten the curve. <laughs> and so he's just like sitting there like a pimp with a cigar. <laughs> just telling people what to do. It's pretty awesome. That sounds like a cutaway from the big short. <laughs> it's going to be funny, though, because like in like 50 years when the, this part of history is, is uh, viewed again, uh, they're going to have like video and they're going to show like this man told everyone what to do. And he's like, hi, <laughs> you kids stop. <laughs> this man saved they, us. I hope they gather that. Yeah. I hope it's, I hope it's, he's the hero of humanity because he's the one <laughs> yeah. who told the teens to stop. Oh, I would pay for that. Also, uh, can't let this go by without mentioning that's pretty solid Schwarzenegger. That's, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks man. <laughs> oh man. Um, but then the other thing, though, and, and it's it's easily my favorite thing, and and honestly, it kind of makes uh, you know it's being self quarantine worth it that this was discovered. Um, so cats is now released on VOD, and people are discovering it again and again, and and you know <laughs> it's it's cats, it's it's glorious. But um, they apparently a story came out that. Uh, someone was hired as an editor on Cats because at one point they had buttholes in the in the movie Shut on the, the Cats, fuck up. and an editor came in and had to digitally take out all the buttholes, <laughs> and <laughs> and so there's a hashtag on Twitter. Oh no! I think I know this release of butthole cut. <laughs> Oh, that's nasty. Oh, uh, this I can get behind. The SoCo Show officially endorses hashtag release the butthole cut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is glorious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> release the butthole cut wow. was my favorite thing I've ever seen on Twitter. <laughs> that, I, I think easily, easily that. Is top of the line. Wow. So and and I I pray that they that they release they release the cat's butthole cut <laughs> because I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray that is cat's colon butthole cut. <laughs> uh, I think I've seen that video online before, but I didn't know they were putting it out on Blu-ray. I would buy the Blu-ray also, and then it'd be a drinking game every time every time you saw up a cat's bum. You had to take a sip. <laughs> I really hope this is all real. I haven't seen any follow-ups because people are too afraid to uh, you scroll on Twitter <laughs> right now. But um, so I, I, you know, there hasn't been a whole lot of whole lot of follow-up on it. But I hope it's real, and I hope there actually is a butthole cut because that would be absolutely amazing. I just really want to. I'm not gonna. Mm. Do you need to go into incognito mode before you search cat's butthole? <laughs> I don't want to end up on a list. I don't think there's a list for that. I um, 
If you put in like brats with a Z butthole, that might get you on a list. That definitely would. I guess my concern <laughs> with the cat's butthole, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want body moving to hunt me down online. We're <laughs> 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 searching cat's butthole. That was deep cuts. <laughs> that was, yeah. I think there's probably one or two people uh, that are listening that probably understood that. And that one was for you folks. <laughs> oh man. Um, I just, here's a, here's a nice treat. So I was talking to Seth about this before listeners. Um, there are a lot of buttons on my soundboard that I either haven't used in a while or have forgotten exist at all. And I'm looking at the soundboard right now and there's, there's a button on here. I don't know what this sound is going to make, but I'm going to play it. <laughs> and, uh, and then I guess we're going to keep it in. Like I'm not going to edit it out. So here's, here's this mystery sounder. Uh, it's called, it says top movie. I don't know what that means, but it says top movie. Here we go. Guys, it's on my top movies of the year. Oh, now I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that's Jared. That's Man, the same like Jared's week here. That's the same week I made this one. Oh, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we got a lot of good sounders from Jared. He's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Shout out to... At Jared Buckendall. Uh, and uh, you, you head over to his... Jared's putting out some unique stuff, too. He's having to get away from his pattern. Uh, a little bit so uh, head on over to the youtube channel over there and uh check out what he's got going on throw him a, throw him a subscribe if you haven't yet and uh contribute to his patreon too because uh he's gonna be out there entertaining you for shizzle and you can watch shot ones featuring seth ott from a few mm-hmm. weeks back if you become a patreon supporter of his so go check them out too that was a little impromptu advertisement for jb but uh well, you know there it is <clears throat> And again, we're we're going unedited. We're going raw here. Um, raw. So I just had an idea because we're part of the show. We're talking about is kind of what you know what we're going to be doing going forward. Have some ideas and things like that. One of these weeks, we should have Jared on and just BS about nothing for a while. We should. We should. There you go, Jared. You're invited uh, to be on one of the next couple Soco Show episodes. Uh, frankly, because Seth and I can't stand talking to each other for longer than an hour <laughs> without a movie in between us. So. Um, <laughs> We're going to need some assistance or we might break up and uh, we're asking for help here. So, uh, Jared, give us, give us, give us a ring. Is that what they're saying? Give us, give us a ring, hit us up, uh, slide into our DMS and, uh, and we'll hook that up for sure. That'll be fun. Uh, for now though, we got to keep some things normal. You didn't think we were getting away from our boy, the iron Sheik, did you? I call you a punk. Iron Sheik. I mean, I, my real favorite, I ta- told Cody before, uh, if we were doing the sports show, is uh, that Tom Brady have the sex wherever he wants. Uh, <laughs> for those who are sports fans, they, they understand that one. But, um, of course, Iron Sheik is going to comment about every popular thing that's going on, and, and the coronavirus is ruling the world right now, uh, literally. And so, Iron Sheik made his comments, made his statement. This is the official statement of Iron Sheik. Realistically, Corona can go fuck itself. Realistically? Mm-hmm. Does he mean, like, what? Wait, is he stating a fact? Is this science? Is that what he's telling us? That Corona is able to go fuck itself? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't write these things. I just read them. Dude, I thought you've been writing these the whole time. No. Um, Sheiky baby saying what we all are saying. Uh, you know, coronavirus can go fuck itself because especially now that I don't get my movies, that's going to that's gonna really upset me. Um, but 
Iron Sheik land on the law, as he always, as he always does. The Sheiky baby. I call you a punk. All right, folks, don't forget our sponsors. First of all, audibletrial.com slash SoCo. Hit the link in the description and get 30 days of Audible and your first book for free. Didn't we already do this? No. Well, we did that one. I guess. We kind of did. So, I don't want to double up. That's too many. We we only pay for one ad a week. Well, now we already said it. Or they pay us for one ad a week. We don't pay anyone. They don't pay us either. Nobody clicks the link. (laughs) (laughs) I've wasted two years of my life telling people to go to Audible. No one fucking knows. I'm 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 gonna I'm pretty damn close to making this a literal no edit show. I'm just gonna throw the whole thing up, keep all that nonsense in there. Um, here's some non nonsense or some sense, as some would say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wow, um, <laughs> Mathis Designs. Uh, you can find our friend Steph on Etsy.com/shop/MathisDesigns for all your stationery and graphic design needs. Free. <laughs> And, of course, Mike's wood. Uh, we talked to Mike today. He said he's staying at home and working the wood more than ever right now. So head on over, <laughs> head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash cornfed and wood to get your wood worked. Paid. <laughs> Oh, I intended to skate right around that joke, but you, you laughed so hard I could not. Oh. <laughs> Wow. Great stuff as always from our sponsors. I will say this as it relates to the goings on, uh, please get out and support our sponsors if you can. Uh, and that includes Jared as well. Uh, help each other out. Uh, it's difficult out there right now. So, um, whatever you can do to, um, uh, I don't know what the word patronize the, the not patronize what, to use the services of our sponsors. Uh, we, and they, I know, uh, certainly appreciate that. So, so thank you very much. Uh, speaking of, we got one more sponsor. Uh, let's head our head on over to our previously recorded selves. Wow. Even in the face of certain death, the so and co hosts stay calm for their, uh, their ad readings. So uh, it, folks, are, if folks you, are lucky. if you could right now go back in time to when that was recorded and tell those guys that there's uh, a virus that makes everyone stay in their house um, would you t- would you go tell them to to help try and make them prevent it? Mm. I mm. to try and prevent it. Yes, yeah. I would tell them to yeah. try and prevent it. Not because I thought that they could, but because I would want. <laughs> I wish that I had audio evidence of us from three months ago saying what was going to happen and then having it happen. And I think that we could pretend to be. You know what we could do. We could pretend to be psychics and open up a detective agency. Ooh, like psych? Exactly like psych. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I would definitely be Gus then. You'd be wait. Which one is the white guy? <laughs> Sean. That's uh, Sean, James. I, right I have to be named Sean. Yeah, Sean. <laughs> Sean. Hey, I'm Sean. <laughs> Sean sounds like he's from New York. Hey, I'm Sean in here. <laughs> I don't know. Sean in here. Yeah, I'm Sean in here. I don't. I don't fucking know. And the accent's getting worse. Um, yeah. End bit. Not like my. No. 
<laughs> oh my god where are we what's happening did we do the sponsor yeah we did the sponsors oh yeah uh shout out of course uh to our anchor contributors we have mike v jared b casey c and anna s uh, we certainly appreciate all y'all uh, throwing a little a few shekels our way and helping us improve the show and keep it going. Uh, if you, the the rest of our listeners, want to become a contributor, head on over to Anchor, link in the description box to join up there. If you can't, uh, that's okay. Just keep clicking on these episodes, keep sharing them with friends. Uh, every listen helps us out as well, so we appreciate that. <clears throat> you know what just occurred to me? Actually, this occurred to me a few days ago. Um, we could We could save, like, a lot of time by by recording all of that previous like five minutes of ad stuff but we do it every time that's true yeah Hmm. something to think about that's for future (laughs) future cody and seth can handle that Um, the more you know yep current cody and seth are out here dealing with uh dealing with all the boshi of this uh this coronavirus scare um scare not not really a scare is a real fucking thing but um I don't the, the biggest news this week for for you and I you know you talked about uh my, our lives aren't really that uh upset just yet. Uh, but they took the big one away from us man. They got the movie theaters. Uh AMC, Regal, Marcus, uh even your art house local and I think mine as well announced shutting down uh along with most restaurants and other uh, gathering places for at least like a month uh and potentially longer. All sorts of movie stuff um you know, getting delayed and pushed back. Mulan, which I was really looking forward to, was among those. Uh, you have movies like also like Onward, that which had just started its theatrical run, but probably was yet to make a lot of money. Um, so it's been a big upset. We'll see kind of what happens, you know, to the movie industry and things. One of the things we're seeing, though, um, is that Universal has put out some of its movies, like The Invisible Man, uh, out early on VOD. So people are out there uh, watching things like that. So what do you, what do you like in terms of your movies, Seth, are you, are you going to be out there watching like backlogs of things? Are you going to work your way through your Netflix queue or are you getting some of the new releases that are on VOD now? Or what are you, how, what are you going to do with that 45% of your life that you typically spend in a movie theater? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna just like cycle through all of the movie movies until this all ends. So, like, all the scary movies, date movie, epic movie, <sighs> disaster movie, um, superhero movie, um, it's super groovy, groovy cartoon movie, um, <laughs> uh, Ernest movie. No, all, all the movie movies, I think I'm just going to go through and watch those again. B-movie? B-movie. Anything like that ends with movie. Well, there you go. I'm going to watch it. That's a big old movie adventure for Seth to go on. Uh, yeah. Anything ending in movie. I like it. Um, no, I mean, all my shows are still going. So, like, I'm, I'm still able to watch, you know, all the shows. And I'm I'm busy again with those, like, Better Call Saul and Walking Dead and um, Westworld's back. So everything's, like, I actually have a lot to watch. And, again, with – this is why I'm saying my life is not that much different because I <laughs> go to work and then I get have time to watch, like, one or two shows. And then I go to bed and then, like, the weekend is when I catch up. So – if I'm not, you know, doing something else or going to a movie or whatever. So I guess I'll have a couple more hours a, a weekend to to watch, some, you know, shows or another movie or something. But yeah. weirdly enough, my life is pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it'll be nice to plow through a bunch of that TV stuff. Uh, it's going to be interesting when that wave starts to hit as well, because a lot of current TV shows, uh, one of my favorites uh, last week tonight with John Oliver had to stop filming for a while. So uh, it's going to be interesting once that wave comes down, you know, what the hell is going to be on TV uh, when they can't put new stuff out, you know, for, for some amount of time. And maybe they'll change up schedules and keep things staggered and people won't notice quite as much. But it's going to be interesting to see how that gets handled. I, I for one, uh, I probably will watch some TV. That I've got a long list of, uh, of movies that I or movies and TV that, that I'd like to watch. Um, because for me, it was, it's interesting. Like most of my time outside of work is doing this podcast, um, going to the movies, and then doing comedy. Those are like the only three things I do when I'm not at work. And I can't do comedy right now, and I can't go to the movies. So I've got a lot of free time, actually, that's shaking up. So... I'll probably get into a lot of TV and a lot of movies, but I've also gotten um, gotten into some video games that I haven't played in a while. Last night, got Overwatch uh, for the PS4. I used to play it a lot on Xbox, but uh, I have it on PlayStation now, so I get to kind of restart with a new character and stuff. And uh, so I'll probably get a lot of Overwatch in. My girlfriend uh, is a big is a big Overwatch player as well, so we'll play some of that together. I know uh, you and me will be uh, kicking a lot of ass in Brawlhalla. Uh, which yeah. is our, our favorite game. So I, I'm, I'm enjoying the homies. The homies. That's our uh, team name. For anyone who's, I shouldn't have said it that way. That make that makes it sound. I don't know. I don't like. It's the homies. That's how you say it. <laughs> that is not how you've ever said it before. You're right. How do? How have I always said it? The homies. Is that like no. that? The homies. Homies. <laughs> I don't know. How, however you you would say the it. The first time you said it was correct. Oh, homies. <laughs> <laughs> the way the way that it's spelled is H O W M E E Z. Uh, so if anyone sees that spray painted on the back of a jacket, uh, you're probably looking at Seth or me. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other, actually, now that I think about it, I just remembered I have um, in my PlayStation library The Last of Us, which we just talked about oh, nice. getting. A TV show soon. That's probably maybe that maybe I'll pick that up. Maybe I'll spend some time working through that campaign because um, that that's one that I'd love to catch up to before the show uh, and the second game come out. So uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Is getting a little bit more into the video games than I have been because frankly I haven't had the time to be in, in in a while. So I think that'll be some fun. And now it's time for raid that pun. I bought a boat because it was for sale. Four point one stars. Well, so I was thinking again because, like, with 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 the whole quarantine thing, again, people like for myself, I I I'm on a quarantine a lot. Um, but other people aren't used to it and people live their lives, um, you know, just, uh, they live their lives in strange ways that I get to observe being quarantined myself. So I thought about a lot of things that like will maybe change or happen during this, um, during, during the, during the quarantine or can't happen anymore. So like, for example, here, the one I had is how are people going to cheat right now? Like how, like people who, people who, uh, you know, have the stuff going on on the side, how's that going to happen? Because there's no excuses anymore. There's no, I'm working late. I'm going, having a beer with the, with the guys. It's, you know, like you have to, something actually has to like really like be a, a, 
an excuse that makes sense. And uh, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of places you can do. What do you? What? How are people going to cheat right now? That's going to be difficult. Um, I think a lot more people will be spending more time taking out the trash uh, Mm. than they used to and going and getting blowies by the fence. Um, People will be taking long walks, maybe going for jogs. Hear about a lot of people jogging that didn't used to jog. Um, But people will find their way. People will find their way. There, you know, a lot of of people out there like to throw the ass around. Um, speaking (laughs) uh, Speaking to my ex, who is a whore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I, I don't have other ex. Um, <laughs> I really don't. That's that would be mean. I wouldn't call someone dead ass a whore on on the podcast. That was that was a joke. But um, no, I, I think that uh, people will find their ways. But people are also going to be forced into hanging out like at home with their significant others. And mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. I was talking to someone the other day, and they were talking about, oh, is there going to be a a baby boom because of the coronavirus. Uh, are people going to be shagging a bunch, and then uh, <laughs> right around right around Christmas or New Year's next year, here's a here's a bunch of new babies. I don't think so. Um, one because um, people in relationships of any real length don't have sex, uh, and for two, uh, I think instead of seeing an actual baby boom, we're going to see a big divorce boom. Because <laughs> people need their alone time, and to be cooped up with another person for an extended amount of time is going to drive them apart. Everyone is going to be single in three months, so you know, so, well, there's a new thing that'll happen after the apocalypse. There's going to be a lot more sex parties because uh, everyone's going to be single now. That's that's my but, actual hypothesis. My favorite thing is that. You went, people need their alone time. You emphasized alone so much, which said a million things without, with only saying one word. That was really telling inflection. Uh, I, oh, how to backtrack. I, maybe this shouldn't be the no edit episode. Um, no, I'm. I, I am a, and, and I know you're one of these people too. I, I am one of those people who needs, uh, I need time to recharge and be by myself. And actually this is, this actual conversation that I had with my girlfriend. I was like, we need to be intentional about how we spend time together because if we are cooped up in one apartment for a long time, it's going to drive us crazy. And certainly me, like I, uh, I'm one of those dudes. I gotta, I gotta get away for a little bit, uh, on my own sometimes. And if I don't, I'm a total bitch. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, it's funny though, is, is, uh, I think you, you learned that from me. <laughs> I did. That's, that's, what's funny. Oh, we've talked about this a fair amount, uh, is, is I've grown into you. <laughs> when we lived together, I was always like, I was, I think I'm generally a happy guy, but I was always like, I was like really peppy almost all the time. I always had like too much energy and was a guy who was like, oh, let's, let's go out, let's hang out, let's do something. And uh, every now and then you and I would butt heads because we'd get grumpy with each other because it was too much time. And I never understood that um, until I moved art and, out and started making friends with other people. And, and they kept bugging me all the time. And I was like, OK, we don't hang out now for a little while because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start smacking you around if uh, if uh, if I don't get some space. So that's a real thing and something that I'm new to, but I rather enjoy. It's pretty fun. <laughs> well, that's I guess that goes right into my next one is that. um you know, I, I think that I, I, I'm i seeing now people on, on Twitter and stuff, because I look at, not only do I look at Twitter because, you know, all the, you know, just 
with, with some of these funny things, but I look at it to see if there's anything that's gone wrong. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like the first place I see where there's like bad stuff happening. Um, I'm like, is th- how many more people does it have? So that's where I'm like keeping track of everything. But also there's some funny stuff. But I'm seeing people tweet about like, uh, I'm doing this on quarantine, and like I, how how can you how can you be alone and do nothing for this long a time? And I'm like, I look forward to those weekends mm. when I don't have anything to do, and I know I'm just gonna sit on the couch. So people are looking to you know people like me or for advice. That's people are that's I feel like that's people reaching out on Twitter. So mm-hmm. um, you, you know, pe- eventually I'm gonna be I'm no longer gonna be the weird one because if we're stuck in isolation for so long, everyone's gonna want to be the be the the inside person people are going to realize how great the inside is <laughs> oh the secret is going to get out big time yeah and then but then also go to the get to go to the movie theaters with less people so but i, I mean it's I, I honestly think that's probably if this lasts long enough i think that's what's going to happen for a little while is people are going to like not go out as much it's gonna it's gonna be like it's gonna take them a while to go out i think um but it's it's gonna be so weird. But yeah, that it's I, if anyone needs some advice on how to how to self isolate and and enjoy your time like that, I'm your guy. Yeah, that's uh, no, that's a that's a big deal. Like in in a world of isolation, the introvert is king. So mm-hmm. uh, you should start a, like a dear Abby column, but it's dear Seth. <laughs> you could give advice during adv- advice during the talk apocalypse with Seth. Oh. There were, I mean, the taco apocalypse is that we've run out because I ate them all. So <laughs> you are the taco apocalypse. <laughs> um, and then as you know, something else that that I kind of noticed too is like a lot of my favorite podcasts have been doing like quarantine special episodes, mm. <laughs> and 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 I made me think like, so what if this quarantine this whole thing happened um or the you know the the pandemic happened in like 2008 like just before podcasts came out <laughs> like the cuz there's there's a lot of tv and a lot you know a lot of that stuff going on but people love podcasts now mm-hmm. not ours because we don't you know have that many people who listen but a lot of podcasts out there <laughs> a few, have a lot a few of people love it <laughs> <laughs> my mom says it's okay <laughs> <laughs> and but uh so no, like it's everyone has a podcast, and now everyone in the world has time to do a podcast. So oh, yeah. like, what, what what would we have done though without podcasts in a in a pandemic years ago? It'd have been it would have been boring after like just TV. No one's gonna listen to the actual radio, but just TV and movies. Like it's good to have a podcast to break that up. What what would we have done in in you know two thousand eight? In two thousand eight, oh god. Um, well, when I wasn't masturbating or napping. <laughs> Um, (laughs) most of what I did back then was, uh, uh, I think Halo three was the big game at the time. So I would have played the holy shit out of Halo three. That would have been my entire life and like rock band. So a little bit of what's going on now, like I would, I would get super, super, super into video games. It would probably be how I would spend my time. Um, and that was even pre my only, my only other thought was like, would everybody get creative? Would everybody start doing podcasts? even at that time, but like YouTube wasn't even really huge. So Mm -hmm. if anything, maybe more people would have been trying to do YouTube stuff, but I I don't know. I I don't think it would have taken off in the way that it has. I think the Mm -hmm. socialness of going out uh, into the world and going, Hey, watch this video is part of what makes those things big. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and the, the, the act of just driving, right? Driving or jogging and stuff. That's when most people listen to their podcasts. So if people are stuck inside or stuck at home with nowhere to drive to, then, um, it certainly podcasting wouldn't be the same. I don't think, um, but mm-hmm. we're in a situation now where I think it's going to boost things. I think more listeners, uh, more shows, more episodes, all that stuff is, is one of the side effects that we're going to see of this. Yeah. It's been, it's been interesting. Like with this whole thing, cause like, like I said, some of my favorite podcasts have done those specials. I also listen to like some daily podcasts where they talk about just like movie news and things like that. And they joke around and do, um, you know, funny things, but it's been nice, like, while I've been at work to listen to those, because, like, they talk about what's going on, but, like, make, you know, have, have fun with it, and, uh, well, not with that, but, like, have fun with the situation, and, and mm-hmm. um, you know, like, it, it just seems like, you know, they're they're dealing with it, too. Like, it, it feels like kind of, you know, like, having that, that social aspect, like, every, relate, you can relate to it and, and know what they're going through, like, so, without having, you know, like, the closer than six feet <laughs> talk, but... Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it's, it's been nice to hear these special episodes and have these podcasts. So I, it's, it's been cope. It like, it's been a nice way to cope through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, with, <laughs> I, 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 I can't even imagine what this would have been like. Well, for one, we would have been working at the grocery store probably if, if we were 16 uh, do, during this. Well, forget everything I said earlier. I would have walked into traffic. <laughs> Um, but if, yeah, (laughs) we probably still would have like gone to each other's house (laughs) during the, during the time or, or, or we'd go, yeah, we would probably have like moved in together. Like we, one of us would have gone to the other guys. Probably I would have gone to your house and then just lived there for however long. That's probably how I even, I I even thought like, what if this would have been like three years ago? (laughs) That, that would have been even like (laughs) if we, if we were living together and, and had, the, the quarantine but like three years ago we'd have just been getting drunk every day we would have been, we it would be really really fun for for some some amount of time and then we would murder each other i think, it, think that <laughs> be, but for for some amount of time it would be a total blast because yeah that's all we would do is we'd just get fucked up and play video games all day um, yeah man those are the days those were the days <laughs> <laughs> memory all alone in the moonlight why did you go to that song? Because uh, it was a memory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty clear. <laughs> oh, you know what that made me think uh, of? Here's something we could talk about. This has nothing to do with the virus or anything. I want to know your opinion on this, Seth. Um, so singing the song Memory just reminded me of um, old, uh, not old Deuteronomy, one of the fucking cats that's played by, <laughs> that's played by Jennifer Hudson and Cats. <laughs> Um, uh, I don't know if they Deuteronomy. changed this. <laughs> Deuteronomy is Judy Dentz's character. That's the actual name. I know, I know, but it's so fucking dumb. I remember when I saw the movie and they said her name, I was like, oh man, that's the dumbest fucking name. And they say it with such like re- uh, reverence too. They're like, oh, there's old Deuteronomy. Everyone bow down. And she's like, I'm Dame's Judy Dench and I'm an old cat. Deuteronomy. <laughs> More like Deuteronomy. <laughs> More like Deuteronomy. Um, the no, who's the Hit cat the that sounder. sings "Memory"? Um, it's Jennifer Hudson's character. I know. I, I'm looking. I'm on the page right now. But oh, you are. Um, do, 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 do. It's not the Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know that. McCavity is another funny one. McCavity, McCavity. Taylor Swift sings a really horny song about McCavity. Mungo Jerry. Oh, Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. That's this fucking. Can you imagine naming your kids that? What an idiot cat. Holy crap, where's Jennifer? Did she, like, refuse to be on this? Because I cannot find her. Just like, I don't want to be associated with this movie. Grizabella. Grizabella. Yeah. Grizabella. Okay, so Grizabella, played by Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson sings a beautiful rendition of memory. That's not what I'm getting Uh at here. She also does a lot of crying. And when Jennifer Hudson does a lot of crying, she does a lot of snotting. And that is what I want to ask you about. Because we've been seeing snotting more and more in actors. And... I, I think I know your opinion on this, but I want to hear you talk about it because we saw this in in that movie. Uh, recently, we've seen it. Uh, Viola Davis won an Oscar for it in Fences. Um, and that's a big Vi- Viola Davis thing, actually. She does that quite a bit. Uh, I think it's, honestly, I think it's pretty popular amongst black actresses. And I, I, I don't know why, um, but I can only imagine that you you maybe aren't a big fan of, of snot acting. Oh, I, I am not a fan of it. <laughs> oh. You know that I have a, a very um, uh, strong displeasure with uh, snot and snot-related uh, forms, <laughs> and, and uh, so no, I that 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 would not be. Uh, I, I refuse to watch movies with snot in them anymore. Um, I, I always I turn away when that shit happens. I it's I look really away from distracting, the right? It, it's fucking gross. Yeah, I don't get it. And I think the only thing I can think of is it's like real, right? And it's raw. Um, real gross. <laughs> yeah, but not, but I'm thinking like who, what what person is going to have snot running down their fucking mouth and Ugh. not and not touch it and move it away? Like, it, it's weird. It seems like they're trying so hard to be authentic that they're doing shit no one authentically would do. And it's weird and it's distracting and it's disgusting. So I think they need to fucking quit it. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's not doing what you think it's doing. Uh, I, I shouldn't probably be telling uh, uh, Academy Award-winning actress Viola Davis how to act, but um, shit, actually, Jennifer Hudson won an uh, Oscar, too. So, may, I don't know. If you want an Oscar, do it. Otherwise, we don't like it. Um, keep the snot to yourselves. It seems to only be the ladies. I don't know if that's happening. Something about black ladies is, and their snot. Um, uh, I wish that wasn't on recording forever. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> Oof, that one's gonna i guess i'll never be president but um <laughs> no it's gross and i figured i figured you'd have that opinion of it and we got a couple minutes out of that subject so booyah <laughs> old deuterotomy does not snot <laughs> oh my god um, old deuteronomy <laughs> deuteronomy um so another another thought i had is uh, this one's just completely random but um, I was thinking about how, so in Canada right now, they have their big brother season going on mm. and they've been quarantined from this all. So they have no idea cause they don't know any news from the outside. So they have no idea that there's a pandemic going on. What? They haven't even told, don't they, didn't they like break in and tell them about nine 11? They're not going to do that for this. Uh, uh-uh. wow. <laughs> so when they all get out, they're going to be like, all right. So remember how you were in a house for like months by yourselves you're gonna have to go home and be in a room by yourself oh man that's wild 
And but it made me think though. So like again, they're they're gonna have to go back into you know their homes and be by themselves. Right now, if I just like turned off my TVs and like uh, created like multiple personalities in my head, I could totally do a Big Brother audition right now. Like this could be my practice for Big Brother. So I'm gonna like draw <laughs> draw people on the walls and they'll be my competition, and I'm gonna play Big Brother. <laughs> I think that's exactly what you should do. And I know that the whole SoCo Nation will support you in that endeavor. <laughs> Um, and we all really want to see the video. <laughs> That's going to be the next like Netflix documentary made into a movie. Oh yeah. Can you imagine that? Like not knowing and then finding out like now that'd be great. Like, I, I think yeah. I saw something about, I don't know. I don't, it might've been Jared Leto, but some, some douchey Hollywood guy. It was Jared Leto. It was Jared Leto was like on a, on a meditation retreat and was gone for like three weeks or two weeks and came home or, and turned his phone on and basically saw everything for the last two weeks all at once. And he was like, Whoa, they're going to, so those people are going to get out and some will probably be like, okay, funny. You know, like they'll, they'll, they'll be like, okay, that's funny. That's yeah. not, you're joking, right? Like, that's oh the, yeah. And then they're going to be like, no, dude. <laughs> so no, that's crazy. And, uh, my hope is that big brother can still go on the U S version. Um, they, cause they'll, they just test them before they go in the house, make sure they don't have coronavirus, send them in and we get to watch them and everyone watch big brother. Cause it'll be the only thing on TV. You're probably right. It's going to be, um, uh, they're going to sell a lot more of the 24 hour live streams too. Yeah. Cause like they could just do a 10 person, big brother. It's groups of 10 or less. Just do 10 people. And then no one else has to see them because there's a bunch of cameras and they like transfer the food. They don't see the people. There's a separate door where the people go in to put the food in the kitchen and stuff. So fuck. Yeah, let's do it. Big brother, CBS, Hit me up. I'll go, I'll be on. Do it, man. Get the video out there, and then uh, Julie Chen Moonves will uh, <laughs> will get you on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the last thing here um, that that I had, uh, I'll leave you with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow! You get a fucking cookie and a star. There you go. That's for you. <laughs> Uh, remember how many times we had to hear that? <laughs> and uh, well, you still hear it a lot, but fucking um, every person. <laughs> and uh, when we used to go to open mics, they would do that all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a common. I'll leave you with this. Fuck, I've said it. It's so easy. It's just easy to say. Yeah. Yep. All right. So uh, last thing I had though was uh, so like now. Now is the perfect time for me to date. Because there's no pressure to ask anyone out. I could just talk to them. <laughs> you know what? That's actually true. You could get on swipe, swipe, and uh, just be a good conversator. You could date someone for months without having to look at them. That's ideal for you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, my matches have never been more, you know, this is the highest I've ever been because people are just desperate to, to connect. <laughs> Man, that is dope. And you can, like, um, you can be a little more picky, right? Like, uh, you can be if everyone if everyone's swiping more, then um, you can broaden the broaden the standards. Like you could go, you could change your age range from like twenty four and up to like, you know, eighteen and up. If you wanted to. <laughs> like if you wanted to, if it, you know, if you weren't gonna if you weren't gonna talk to him, right, or if you weren't gonna see him and you were just gonna talk to him, like that wouldn't 
that wouldn't be a th- you could just do that right you could talk to 18 year olds if you wanted to seth <laughs> you again you sure you want this to be the one you don't edit? <laughs> Oh, I was thinking that the whole time. Yeah, if someone's <laughs> gonna clip that out of context, and I'm yeah, gonna I was, get I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I, I know you're trying to to run with it a little bit, but I wasn't gonna pick that one up. I was gonna let you just. <laughs> you left me out there to die, you fucker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, Seth, I got it. here's the rope," and you're like, "Nah." <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. Oh wow. Well, you know what? There are swings and misses in life, and um, that was both. So. What are you gonna do? Uh, but no, that's that's those are just some things I've I've uh, you know noticed and you know there's been some funny memes and and all you know again videos and and all kinds of stuff um, out there about this. So that's what I'm trying to do is just keep it on the the positive side and uh, keep it you know try and try and pretend like everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounded so sad. Everything is gonna be okay, and I can tell you why. It's because we have actual shit to talk about as well. So let's jump into it. First of all, this is going to be a little bit of Coe's TV Corner. Ooh. Television! Down on the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Ooh, that sounder hits different when it's playing you in. That's a funky-ass <laughs> sounder. Ooh. Uh, I watched a TV show uh, over the weekend, a little show from Netflix. Uh, Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, I watched a show called 100 Humans on Netflix. Have you seen this oh. advertised? I just I just got a notification about it today, but I don't know what it's about. Okay, so it's a, it's a relatively simple premise. Basically, uh, 100 Humans is like a kind of a reality type show. Essentially, what they do is they gather a sample of 100 actual people and they go to live on this campus for like a month or so. And while they're there, they put them through all these different experiments. So the actual point of the show is you follow the three, um, they're actually comedians, but they're like, they're set up to be the scientists of this, this thing. And, uh, they have these hundred people they have access to, and they can put them through all of these experiments that they want to put them through. And it helps them learn things. And it's played mostly for comedy uh, and goofs, but there's, there's a little bit of heart in it. Um, but it's mostly for goofs. So like I said, the, the, uh, scientists are comedians. So a typical episode is one where they'll, they have an episode where it's, uh, what age, what's the best age to be alive? And they basically, they take the hundred humans, split them up by, uh, by their birthdays and stuff. And they group them into their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, and sixties and, <clears throat> or 60 plus, I guess. And they, uh, put them through a few challenges and things. And then based on which teams win the challenges, they decide what, what age is the best or what decade. And so it's things like that. It's usually pretty silly. There's one about whether men are better than women or vice versa. Um, and that one's pretty fun. There's one about like the five senses. There's another one about implicit bias. That's actually pretty interesting that I learned a couple of things from. Um, so essentially the, the conceit of the show is we're going to answer all the world's questions uh, using these actual hundred people, because when you hear about like scientific studies, you never get to see the shit happen. Um, the reason I liked it, one of the reasons it's pretty fun, pretty funny and pretty interesting, but I liked it because it's, it's statistics, right? Uh, that, that was my, my, uh, subject in college, my degree is in statistics and it's very rare to see comedy television based around my major. 
so that was kind of fun. <laughs> and, and, and they apply some of their, some of their science is flawed, but it, it tracks like it's close enough, uh, to real experimentation. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, what I like about it is I think it'll introduce more people to the idea of like the scientific method where they come up with a hypothesis, they come up with an experiment, they tell you about the variables and what they control. Uh, then they show the thing happened, and that's usually pretty funny. And then they give you their results based on um, based on what they they observed. So it, it's kind of an interesting thing. I think it would be great for kids, even though there's a lot of like slightly adult material. I would put it like PG thirteen, um, as far as like jokes they make and stuff. But um, I'd recommend this for anybody. I think it's it's good, clean, fun. It's an easy watch. Uh, there's eight episodes that are like twenty five minutes a piece. Uh, I think the longest one might be thirty five minutes. Uh, so it's a nice tight watch. I watched the whole thing on, on the plane uh, over the weekend and had a lot of fun with it. So 100 Humans on Netflix. I'm going to give this a recommend, especially for folks who are looking for just fucking anything other than friends to watch uh, <laughs> during during the uh, the lockdown. It, I think it'll, it'll be a nice uh, sort of change of pace from probably the other stuff that you're watching. So I liked it a lot. It was good. To me, it sounds like it, you might have been watching a fiction uh, show because... It it I can't believe a hundred people were allowed to be together like that that can't be that's that's not that was that's not right right it's groups of ten not a hundred <laughs> well fortunately I think they shot it sometime in the past it's not uh, yeah. it's certainly not live but man um, do you remember they, those days when we used to have like hundred people and you know gosh. thousands of people in a room together like can you imagine I was once in a room yeah. with sixty five thousand people and that was crazy <laughs> you that. Quit making up numbers, Jesus! Uh, back in my day, we we would all get in the same room. <laughs> what? What are you saying? I'm saying we all got in the same room. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. Back when I was 28. No, we didn't. Quit lying to your grandkids. No, I'm telling the truth. You're senile. I don't know. Wow, that's an interesting uh, bit of character work you did there. Yeah, that was two old guys. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. My girlfriend's in the other room listening to me scream in old man voice, and she's probably thinking, Loser, loser. That's that's what she thinks of me sometimes. Um, Oh, man. That's funny. Wow. Good, clean family fun uh, here on the SoCo Show. Uh, and, and once again, I'll wrap it by saying uh, watch 100 Humans on Netflix. It's a recommend. <laughs> but no, that does sound interesting. I actually kind of – that, that might be something I throw on as like a, a little bit of a, you know, just on. Like it, it's yeah. – yeah, like you said, like just different, you know. Yep. Totally works for that. You can use this background. You can pop in and out if you wanted to. Or if it, you're just looking like for a palate cleanse at the end of the night before you go to bed, it's perfect for that. Really, really easy watch for sure. Television! Down on the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Ah, all right. Cody has a dirty palette when he's watching TV. Ooh, my palette is disgusting, dude. I if I if I I'll send you a picture. It is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, we're done with the TV stuff. We're gonna flip it over to movies, and uh, Seth is gonna review a bunch of stuff because I didn't go to the movies last weekend. Here we go. It's review time. Mom, Here we go. what do you think? I love it. I hated it. Here we go, Seth. Holy cow. <laughs> Time for reviews. You got a whole bunch of stuff, and honestly, I'm not familiar with most of these titles, so I'm just going to let you go ahead and run with it here. 
All right. Um, this will be a this will be a little bit of a, a trek, but here we go. First off, <laughs> in the quick hits, um, we're gonna. Uh, you're, I thought you were gonna hit the sounder. Thanks, Dick. What you're doing? Quick hits? Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, oh. yeah. You just left. You just left for a minute. So thanks, but never mind. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> Wait, be no. pretty quick on most of you, these. You did a thing. I, I missed it. I feel so bad now. What was I doing? Yeah, you suck balls. Well, Go whatever. <laughs> Good thing it's a no edit episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, first movie that I'll talk about is uh, I got to go. So this is the first theater that actually closed out of all the, the ones in the area, which was uh, the Art House Theater. I got to I got to go to the Art House Theater and my normal theater uh, before they all closed. So I feel happy about that. But this is the one I saw there. Ordinary Love, um, which is, stars Liam Neeson's from Tooken and uh, Leslie Leslie Manville. And basically, the, this movie is uh, they're an older couple. Um, they've they lost their daughter. They don't they don't really they reveal later why like how how she died and everything. But um, they lost their daughter, and so they've kind of been through some stuff. And uh, finds out that Leslie Manville, um, Liam Neeson's Liam Neeson's from Token's wife, um, has breast cancer. And so they go through they they kind of show that whole thing like that whole process of you know, from the beginning, finding out all the way through, like getting, you know, treatments and things like that. So, uh, and, and it shows like the trials and tribulations of the relationship and, um, you know, how, how that, that process can strain through, um, a, a relationship. So it's interesting. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was an interesting, like kind of real life slice type of movie. Um, there's definitely some emotional beats through it throughout the movie and, and, the relationship between those two is is really strong from the beginning. So bought into that. Um, I didn't actually see like I, it was nice because Liam Neeson had a kind of a break in, in terms of his normal role of like you know old badass. He was like he was like really kind and and um, just kind of calm type of person. It was kind of it was good to see like he disappeared in this role and, and was you know his character in this. So like he wasn't I didn't see the Liam Neeson's from Token guy. Um, so I, now I'm going to say that forever. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I really did enjoy this movie. It's a nice hour and a half movie. Um, it, you know, there's some tough emotional things that happen in the movie, but overall it's like, it, it's, it's a, it, it, there's a lot of happy things that happen in it too. So, uh, you know, especially seeing their relationship and, um, you know, how, how strong it is and, and again, how, how easy it is to buy into them. So, um, yeah, I liked it a lot. It's it'll. I'm I'm assuming it'll be on VOD soon with everything that's going on, and I think it was a pretty quick release in the theater too. So hopefully, be able to check it out soon when it when it does release on VOD. Definitely, definitely uh, seek it out. Boom! I like it. When Liam Neeson's from Tooken. I, I like hearing him uh, getting to stretch his wings a little bit. It's been a long time since he was doing anything but just kicking old ass. Kicking old ass, taking old names. <laughs> All right, I need some water badly. <laughs> I need water. You better hurry up. You better hurry up. It's a no edit show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the next movie was, is a movie that you can watch right now on the flicks of net. Um, But uh, (laughs) it's called all the bright places. I don't know if you've seen any like thing. This skated right uh, by me. I I have not heard of this one. Okay. So this movie is uh, based off a young adult novel young adult novel um so it really interested me because I'm, I'm a huge fan of the the ya fiction um 
I read them all the time, but no. Um, no, the reason I, I was interested in this is it had Elle Fanning. Um, she was in uh, uh, the, uh, Teen Spirit last year mm-hmm. and was, was fantastic in that. So, um, you know, right away that had my interest. So I, I checked this one out. And basically what this, this one is, uh, it felt a lot like 13 Reasons Why. It had kind of a similar type of story. It does deal with like um, mental health and suicide and depression and all that stuff. Um, the basic story here is that Elle Fanning um, recently uh, lost her sister, and she is um, a lot of a lot of young deaths in these movies that I'm watching, apparently. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's probably in the trailer. But you see, she's on uh, on a bridge, and um, Justice Smith, who plays uh, Ooh, Finch like in this movie, um, he is running and finds her and like gets her off and they form a friendship and then you know that type of thing they oh build that's a nasty that. why is that nasty he got her off <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um i don't know why i couldn't resist doing that <laughs> um but yeah it's a, it's that relationship and, and i think it also has the 13 reasons why vibe because they have kind of a clay and hannah relationship from that show so um, there's like little vibes of that and how that relationship grows and that type of thing. So, um, it, you know, it does have the young adult feel. Um, but I thought it, I thought it was a really good movie. I thought Elle Fanning was fantastic in it. Um, so was Justice Smith. Again, again, like have this, the core of that movie is, uh, their relationship. And I, that's again, right away bought into it. So, um, I did really like that. Definitely deals with su- tough subject matter and that type of thing, but it has funny moments in it, uh, moments that'll make you smile and laugh and, um, I, I definitely, I, I, uh, had, had some, uh, squirts come out of my eyes for this one at times. Ew. So, um, but also again, um, with those two, they're great. Uh, they also have, um, John Cryer, uh, is in this movie. Uh, he plays Al Fanning's dad. Um, uh, I think, am I right? I might be wrong actually. That's Luke Wilson, question. Luke Wilson in this one. Sorry, Luke Wilson. John Cryer's in a different movie. Um, I was gonna Luke say Wil- you confused John Cryer and Luke Wilson. <laughs> yeah, no, he's in a different movie. I watched. Yeah. Um, but um, Luke Wilson is is her dad in this. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is also he's like the guidance counselor at, at the school um, that they go to. He he's really good in this one. So fun little cast and uh, a movie that I really enjoyed. So any fans of like 13 reasons why I think you'll really like it. There's no mystery element. It's just like the relationship and like the vibe even like a lot of the music is really um, more like upbeat and stuff. So it, it's not like a sad movie really. I mean, there's sad moments, but it, it just, it has that like kind of more up, upbeat tone and there's, there's a lot of good things that you can pull from it too. So, um, but again, I enjoyed it. Fans of young adult fans of like 13 reasons why, or like just if you like enjoyed Elle Fanning or you know saw, saw Teen Spirit and enjoyed her in that, so um, I liked it. I really like this movie. I'd recommend it. I dig it, man. Uh, nice to see John Cryer uh, get to stretch his wings a little bit. You know, it's, no, it's been a while since we John saw him Cryer. doing anything except for beating old ass. So <sighs> he's in another movie. <laughs> I, I watched fucking six movies. Get off my ass. <laughs> I watched a movie that had John Cryer. What was it? I don't think it was John Cryer. That's you're sounding like an old guy, Seth. Suck my balls. <laughs> Suck my balls. Uh, no, in all honesty, uh, I'm glad. I, I might try to check this out. I love Elle Fanning and Justice Smith, uh, and especially Justice Smith. Uh, I remember him best from um, 
Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Apparently I don't. Uh, I remember him best from the get down, which is when I saw him first. Uh, so the I'm going to check down, this out. Get see. down. That's right. Get down. Get down on it. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that sounds cool. All the bright places. That's on Netflix, you said? Yes. Boom. You can watch it now. All right. Uh, third movie. Um, running out of breath. Uh, is uh, a, a movie that, honestly, I... So it has 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's not like... It's a weird movie, so it's not like, you know, not something that'll be an Oscar movie. But I, I just looked it up. It was playing at the theater last weekend, and I I just saw that at 100% Rotten Tomatoes. So I went, and I saw it had Will Forte in it. Um, this movie's called Extraordinary, and it's very strange. Um, it's like a ghost movie, um, huh. but like a comedy. And there's like... like uh, um, like satanic elements and stuff going on in it um but basically so the, the plot is is that and there's really no one other no anyone else known in this besides so will forte and claudia doherty she was from um love she was birdie on love oh i love her uh, she's fucking funny she's great in this too but uh, basically the plot here so um the main woman rose she's um i think she does like real estate or something like that or no um uh, some sort of delivery service, something like that. I can't remember exactly what her her normal profession is, but she also has gifts where she can like interact with spirits and 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 that type of thing and perform ceremonies. And so <laughs> she used to do that as a job, and then ended up ended up like killing her father, and so she doesn't want to do it anymore. And <laughs> there there's uh, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Um. Basically, she ends up helping this guy, and the there's a former Christian rock singer who is oh, okay. a little forte. <laughs> Say no more, I'm in. <laughs> but he um, it, he now dabbles in the satanic arts. And so basically, <laughs> the movie is like those two, Will Forte and then this Rose girl, kind of just like battling with with uh dark arts and stuff and like he's he cut he could like kind of pulls off these different things to to try, try uh try and trick her to um like break her spells and things like that um the the main i guess the main plot is that the guy his daughter is um they need a virgin for us for uh will, will forte and and claudia darty need a virgin for their ceremony and the the guy's daughter who ends up meeting rose is possessed and she there's a spell that's going to like make her like float <laughs> to where will forte is um and so, this is weird man i'm telling you this doesn't I, make any sense yeah, but it's I'm fucking lost. weird this movie is weird um and so rose helps like to make sure that to try and wake her up so that she doesn't um uh get get floated off and it's just it's it's a weird movie it's it's actually really funny it's kind of a british movie um, but it's like really funny. It's weird and wacky. Um, there's like possessions that happen in this too. Like the guy ends up getting possessed a bunch, and so there's a lot of like weird character work he does. It's just it's it's such a weird movie, but I really did enjoy it. It was <laughs> a lot of fun, really funny. Um, there's some like just crazy random things that happen in it. It's 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 funny. I would say check it out. I it's it it might not be be everyone's taste, but I I love Will. If you love Will Forte, you'll love this movie. I do love Will Forte, so I think I will love this movie. You saw this in the theater, you said? 
Yeah, it was. Just, I don't know why it was just playing. It like it was playing nowhere else, and for some reason they just like, all right, here's here's this weird fucking movie. Extraordinary. Uh, let's see. This actually looks like a 2019 movie. Is what they, this this IMDb thing is saying? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It might have been released in 2019 over in Ireland. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check this out. It looks funny. It's got like 90 on or 94 or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it was at a hundred when I looked, but it it is really funny. I know I didn't explain it super well because I was all over the place, but it's a weird movie, and it is just kind of it's kind of hard to explain because like if you watch the trailer, it really doesn't give you much, and so it's like it's an easy enough plot to follow. Basically, like he's they try and possess him a bunch to to help um, prevent the daughter, but it is like there's the satanic rituals and stuff. But it is funny. I really enjoyed it, uh, and again, I love Will Forte. He is fucking fantastic in this as his character. <laughs> oh, can't wait! I love hilarious uh, seances. Because he plays, um, he plays, you know, uh, kind of like a lot of his SNL characters, but he's also the villain. He's like the bad guy in this. You don't get to see him do that, you know, very often. Normally he's like the bumbling idiot kind of, you know, lovable guy. But like this is more of a, um, or I guess not always lovable, but like just the bumbling idiot. And this one he's like not an idiot, but he's he plays kind of weird and then also he's the villain. So it's fun. I like that a lot. I dig it. I'm going to try to find this. This sounds like a fun one. Especially uh, to watch during the apocalypse. We might all need to work on our prayers to the devil. <laughs> all right. Um, the next one I watched uh, was a movie. <laughs> and that's Bloodshot, uh, Vin Diesel. Um, turns out the only words that he can say that you can actually understand are family and Groot. So... <laughs> Um, no, this, I, I, uh, I, I didn't want to hate this movie going into it. I really wanted to go in and have a fun time and like see some cool action and, um, see some cool action. Um, but what I ended up getting was, um, a lot of uh, good quality sleep time. Um, <laughs> because it, this movie bored the shit out of me. This was a 1 PM sh- showing. I had plenty of sleep the night before. Um, I didn't fall asleep because I was tired. Um, I went in wide awake to this one. So, um, I, it, I mean, so the, basically he's, he's a, um, soldier who wakes up with no memories and, um, is now able to basically not die because he has these bots in him that, uh, heal him anytime he's, uh, shot, uh, or, you know, attacked or whatever. So indestructible dude, so much, you know, super strong, all that stuff. And the movie is like him figuring out. Um, why he can't remember anything and and whatever twists and turns whatever um so the the draw going into it what i saw is some you know some people like the action of it at all of it all and there wasn't at least from my memory a lot of action in this movie like it didn't seem like there was a ton and what was there was not like i saw it five years ago Mm. you know like it wasn't amazing i mean there there's a point at the end of this movie where there's CGI and it looks like CW. It looks like the CW like flash show Ugh. CGI. Um, it's bad. I did not love this movie at all. And I wanted to, I wanted to at least walk out and be like, that eh, was, you know, time spent, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it, it was, it was fine. But I, the more, like I, I was trying to force myself to be like, you yeah, know, the action was good enough. And then, eventually just got to like that movie was butt it was not good at all um (laughs) it it 
was not entertained. Like I wasn't entertained. I, I mean, Vin Diesel, he like literally is mumbling through most of the movie. I didn't understand him, and I I couldn't really follow what his character was doing because he, he just can't pronounce anything. And then like what he was what he was able to understand and what the co-stars were able to get through was like some of the worst fucking dialogue I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, so it's it. Oh, it's not good. I mean, if that gets on VOD early because of all this stuff going down, I mean, um, that's that's if like we're still in quarantine eighteen months from now. Like that's when you choose to watch that when you're out of everything else to watch. <laughs> um, it it just was very boring. Like if you want to watch it before bed, uh, it's better than taking melatonin. That's that's what I'll say. That's that's disappointing. I was I had low expectations for this, but was hoping that it would exceed them. Uh, sounds like it won't. Uh, the bigger bummer that I have, though, I was going to go to this because it's part of a Regal special uh, where it's the fourth movie in a series of four that if I go to it in the theater, they'll give me the digital copy. And I already went mm. to Charlie's Angels, uh, Jumanji, and Bad Boys 3. Uh, so if I com- went to Bloodshot, I was going to get all those Blu-ray or all those uh, digital copies. Now I'm not going to get any of them because they closed the damn theater. But it sounds like I maybe dodged a bullet with uh, with Bloodshot here, so I guess that's okay. I can't stand Vin Diesel. I really, I yeah. have to. I have to forget that he's Groot in order to enjoy Groot. It's you're right. You can't understand a damn word he says, and he only he. It's like it's in his contract that he can only be in hero shots, so he has to be shot like Superman. Uh, and it's it's really really annoying. And to hear that this movie, which obviously was always going to depend on a bunch of CG. Even if you've just seen the trailer, you know that uh, for it to have shit CG is, is really disappointing. So this, this is a bummer. I can't say I'm shocked, but um, a little bit disappointed. All right. I uh, got a couple more here. Uh, next one is a movie. Again, you can watch immediately if you'd like to. Another hour and a half movie, um, but on Hulu. So you get I, I got to use your Hulu account hey. um, this, this week. So um, and that's for big time adolescence, um, which is um it stars Pete Davidson. Uh, it's not the one that he did with Judd Apatel. This is a, a smaller one. It also stars um, Griffin Gluck, who was in American Vandal. Oh, the him? main guy? Yes, I believe so. He played Sam Eklund. Oh, Sam. So one of the video, one of the videographers. Yeah, he was, he was in both seasons. The white guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like him. He's a funny kid. Yeah. So, um... Uh, this is I, I will say so like this is I, I, I really enjoy this um, it's a coming of age movie so right away I was pretty much into it because the, these movies are like they've been doing such a good job with coming of age movies mm-hmm. lately um, so I was already in and, and really enjoyed that aspect of it but um, basically the, the, this variation of that type of story is that um, Griffin Gluck from American Vandal his name's uh, Monroe or Mo they call him in the movie and he uh He's real young and meets Pete Davidson, who's dating his sister. Um, Pete da- Davidson is Zeke, and um, they they break up. Basically, so him and his, the um, Pete Davidson and, and Mo, um, they 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 have like a like a brother type relationship um, while while him and his sister are dating, and then they break up and they still hang out. So they just like grow up. <laughs> he like grows up with this guy from like age six to sixteen or whatever. So like he this older guy and Zeke's like way older than him. Like he's in high school when, when uh, Mo is like 10, you know? So, um, they, they grow up together. Zeke's in his twenties. Um, Mo is in his, is 16 in this. So like that, that's when Griffin Glucks, he's supposed to be 16. And 
still hanging out, but now he's gotten uh, Mo into, you know, like drinking and, and that type of thing. So like clear bad influence, but like they have a really tight bond, like real tight relationship. And so the movie is is basically that point where you'd expect where, where um, Mo is at a point where he wants to start hanging out with people his own age, mm. um, but also still love Zeke. So like he, it's kind of like like in that weird part where you start to see him integrate more into that that high school life. But he's way more. He's done way more stuff. Like he's you know he's drank and and all. He's been around all that. So he's kind of looked at as is like a weird kid because he's hanging out with a, an adult essentially all the time. Um, so it's it's kind of like that that whole struggle like bouncing back and forth, and he ends up being cool because he is, has access to to booze and weed and stuff like that. So it's like that whole like weird time, um, and it's it you've kind of seen it in other movies before, but I, I think they do a good job of it here because they they take this one like a little bit more seriously. Um, it it feels like real life, like how stuff could happen in real life because um, now like actual like weed is available like pretty easily um you know because of legal states and everything like that and you you would see like how you know the kids could like make a bunch of money off of it it can get pretty you know can get get kind of serious um but then it also shows like the parent side john crier is the father (laughs) (laughs) you sure (laughs) and he actually i'm 100 percent sure in this one but he's like a he's a really good dad um like he he wants to be part of mo's life but he sees the you know the that Zeke is like pulling him in a bad direction and like they're growing apart and that type of thing too. So um he does a good job in this. Uh he actually gets he actually does get to spread his wings a little bit in this. Um but uh <laughs> it, it no it's it's I really really did enjoy this movie a lot. Um I bought in like the 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 core of this movie part of any you know kind of coming of age movie is that that central relationship and that's with Zeke and Mo like you buy into that like you know they care for each other but there's also like an underlying thing of like Mo wants to you know uh, be hang out with a cool guy and Zeke wants to like have feel that someone thinks he's the cool guy you mm-hmm. know so they like they feed off of each other um but it's still a genuine relationship and it's it's I, I really like this movie a lot. I, I really did. It's it's super funny too. Like there's some really really funny shit that happens. Pete Davidson is great actually in in this, and um, I, I'd recommend this for sure. Fans of any coming of age movies, um, you'll love this. I think it's it's really good. Oh, this sounds so nice. Uh, I'm I definitely want to see this because I'm I'm still waiting for the thing that's going to change my mind about Pete Davidson, and I hope if I watch this and like it, I may come around on him. Um, but this sounds charming. I, I like both leads. Uh, I've seen them do do stuff that I've liked in general. So uh, I, I like I like the idea that I can go check this out on Hulu right now. Uh, plus, I'm like you. I love any good movie about that time. That like 15 to 20 time span is so mm-hmm. sweet to me. Um, so those are some of my best times. So it's uh, any movie that takes place in those seems to. Uh, you're right. They seem to be hitting lately with those. So uh, I'm excited to to give this one a look. All right. And uh, one more movie, the last movie I uh, will get to see in the in the theater. Uh, excuse me, I, I got to get through this. <laughs> Be strong. Uh, <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> the last movie I'll get to see in a the theater for a while, unfortunately. Um, hopefully not ever. But uh, <laughs> but, but um, the last movie I'll get to see for a while is The Hunt. 
uh, which is funny because it was canceled and then came out came back just in time. Un- unfortunately, uh, in the case of New Mutants, that they won't get to come out just in time. <laughs> but um, the Hunt, they they got out just in time, and actually you'll be able to see this. I think by the end of the week on VOD, they're they're releasing Universal's releasing it. So um, I think maybe by the time this posts, uh, it might be up, or maybe a day or two after. But um, I would. What I'll say about it in terms of recommending it is um, you have to have a you have to be able to make fun of politics um, both sides so the hunt I think most people know the basic premise um, may not know like I guess how it's set up but basically the um, this is the idea that it's actually the liberals are hunting hunting the conservatives basically and, and I actually thought going in it was the other way around which is why Trump is so mad um, but then I heard like a day or day or two before I saw the movie is that it's actually the opposite. Liberals are hunting conservatives now, the, which ends up making the conservatives, the hero in the movie. Um, but it's also, they make fun of them too. Like the characters are very, you know, kind of stereotypical. Um, and they, you know, make those, you make the statements like snowflake and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, um, you know, it's it's still they end up being the hero, but again, they make fun of them. And the same thing with the liberals, though. In this, they you know they they do the whole um, cancel thing, and and um, you know, can I say that type of thing? You know, like very like super you know hypersensitive to things and and that type of thing. So they make fun of both sides, and which is I'm I'm glad they did that mm. because it was able to laugh at both both things. You know, and it to me, it's like they didn't really necessarily take a side. Um, I mean, again conservatives being the good guy kind of but they still made fun of it so i i i did have a good time i liked the cast um betty gilpin um is kind of the lead in this one um she's one of the capture people um more of a she's kind of like a badass she's there's actually some really really cool fight stuff in here um with with hand-to-hand and guns and and stuff like that too so that's actually pretty cool it gets pretty like gory a, a bit like with some of the um, the shootings and, and things like that in it. Um, and then, you know, there's some other supporting cast, uh, Emma Roberts, um, Justin Hartley from, uh, um, he, this is us. He plays Kevin on this is us. Huh. Um, few, a few other people show up in it, but, um, Hillary Swank as well. She's in it, but it's, it's, I liked it because it was like very tongue in cheek. It was, again, the action was cool. I had a kind of a, just a very like sarcastic tone to it overall. I thought, um, I guess I understand, like, at the time when it got canceled, the re- part of the reason was, um, like, at the time there was a shooting and stuff. And this is, you know, has a lot of guns and is pretty gory. So I guess I can understand it from one side. But I also know it had extra heat on it for, um, and, like, a week later, a movie about guns and stuff came out, too. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it was more delayed because of the politics stuff. But um, the gun stuff makes sense, too. I, I can understand why, in in some aspects, why that week it got postponed. But... Anyway, I had a good time with it. I, I thought everyone who played a character in this, like, and I'll say, like, the the movie isn't afraid to take people out. So, you know, like, there's there's some, like, quick people are in and out of this movie sometimes, too. So mm. it's, it's, I liked it. I just, it was, it has bad reviews, again, because of a lot of the politics stuff. And I'm not saying it's an amazing movie and run out and see it, but I had fun with it. I, I just was there to laugh at both sides of the uh, both sides of the aisle, uh, you know, with Democrats and Republicans and conservatives and liberals and all that stuff too. So 
I enjoyed it. If you can just not take shit so seriously for a little bit and, <laughs> and, and just laugh at it all. I think, I think it's fun. I enjoyed it. So, um, some people like some people won't be able to watch if, if you're too into politics or too in you know not able to get past that i get i, I do get it um but don't watch this movie then if you're if you're willing to just laugh at both sides and have a fun time uh, i i enjoyed it no i agree i think and this could be like the perfect time for stuff like that if if well let's just like have dumb political fun that really has no punching up or down it's just you know, straight down the middle. I'm, I'm impressed that you felt that way, that, um, the movie was able to, um, get across to you that it wasn't taking a side. I think that, um, is important for something like this. And, and certainly they want to have, they don't want to cut their entire audience in half. That's a smart move for them. Um, so I'm excited for this. I, I, I didn't expect a lot out of it, frankly, but, um, to hear you say that you had a good time. And especially since this is one of the new movies, that I can still catch like on VOD this weekend. Uh, I like the sound of this hunt, uh, the hunt that is. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at this and uh, see a bunch of gore. Would you say Would you say this that the action in this was better than in Bloodshot? I would say so. Oof, that's tough for Bloodshot, man. Um, <laughs> yikes. So Bloodshot stinks, but we got a lot of other fun options uh, for the folks to watch out there this week. And a lot of this they can already see on uh, VOD right now. Uh, or on Netflix or Hulu. So there are certainly options out there in a world where nothing new is coming out. Uh, certainly some stuff out there. And Seth is somehow finding his, his way to it and uh, reviewing it all. Mom, what do you think? I love it! I hated it! All right, folks, we are just about to the end of our show. But before we go, we got to give you one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. I was not going to have this be my one more thing, but then I forgot what my one more thing was going to be, and so now this is going to be my one more thing. Uh, I decided, Seth, <laughs> and you you know this already, I am not going to shave. I decided oh my God. that I am growing my facial hair, uh, and I'm just going to see what happens, because I've always kept it short enough where I don't even know what it would be like if I let it grow uh, so right now, uh, as of this podcast releasing, I am a day short of a week. So I, st- the last day I shaved was on the 13th of March. Uh, so check in with s- some Snapchats if you got my snap or, uh, or hit me up on Twitter or something. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll post, uh, on some regular basis, an update of my facial hair situation because I, I can't, I can't have nasty facial hair at my job because I work with clients, but right now I can't work with clients. So until that happens, uh, Cody's going to go full uh, Grizzly Adams on the face and see what uh, see what happens. Who knows? I may end up really sexy after this. Um, well, not that there'll be, you know, a lot, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, they told the people to do the exact opposite and, and shave their beards. So, um, you know, I, I think you probably should shave. <laughs> That's a fair point. Yeah. If it gets to be a beard, I will qu- take a photo of it and then quickly shave it off. Um, but for now, I've got what I can best describe as a uh, a fifteen year old girl's mustache. Uh, like it, it's definitely something. But I think most people will try to ignore it if they see it. So uh, we'll we'll see how we'll see how thick it gets. Uh, I'm kind of looking for Lando Calrissian. I think I think I got a decent shot at that. But uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'll post some pics if it does get good. Um. I don't really have another. I don't have a one more thing. I I haven't been able to think of anything. 
Um, so I guess my one more thing is that uh, I'm going to cheer you on while you try and grow a beard. Yeah, I appreciate the support. Um, I'll give you a one more thing. Uh, I forgot to bring sure. this up when I was talking about gaming um, earlier, but did have you seen some of the new stuff they're doing on Oculus lately? Um, so I just read an article today, the Oculus Quest, which uh, for the listeners, Seth and I both own one of these. Um, they are instituting this new, um, they call it a multitasking system. So you can run multiple apps at once. And the way that it displays it is you are standing in like an apartment and there are three screens in front of you. So you can stand, you can like step back from your three screens and like turn your head to look at each one and you'll be able to multitask apps that way. So I think in theory hmm. you could like have different TVs on like different ball games uh, eventually uh, if, if the licensing and things allowed like that. But um, I thought this was really cool. And the article said, you know, this is, this is kind of one of those ready player one type things where you're virtually in, you're in VR watching TV um, and they make it more comfortable and put you not, they don't zoom you right into a game. You've got to walk up to one and, and like select it. So it's getting a little more immersive, I guess, uh, which I think is pretty cool. I'm excited to try that stuff out. Um, and eventually just kind of sit on my couch and watch, t- watch TV on my Oculus all day. I think it could be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, that could be pretty cool. I, I think the only issue with those is like some of those, those screens still aren't, especially in the quest still aren't like up to the HD, it's still kind of just like right. You can see p- very pixelated, so yeah, um, it's still kind of still kind of tough to. I don't know if I'd want to watch watch it, you know, like TV in there just yet. But I think with the next round of of headsets, they'll get to the point where it's it's pretty seamless. Mm-hmm. I also just found out on I ha- I found out how to get my Oculus um, to play games from Steam. And so there's like infinite VR games out there that I've that like I've wanted to try. Have you ever heard of Sword and Sorcery? Mm-mm. I guess it's like a you are in the middle of a big circle of guys, and they take turns coming out and fighting you, and you just basically have to beat all these guys up. And there's all sorts of mods. Like there's a Star Wars mod where you fight with a lightsaber. Um, there's like pirate mod and stuff. So basically, you just defend yourself against all these all these fighters. Um, so that sounds kind of fun. And that that's one that the Oculus Store doesn't have. So um, I found out how I can update my Oculus to basically to plug into my computer, which will allow me to run, um, those other games through steam. So, uh, I'm going to check some more of that out again. You know, I'm, I'm doing some video games, uh, more with my time now. So, uh, looking forward to diving back into the Oculus. It's been a long time since I had mine on. That's pretty cool. I, yeah, I, I don't you just have to plug it into your computer Yeah. for the steam. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I I wish mine my computer would be able to to handle that stuff, but <laughs> it will not. Yeah, that thing uh, that thing is an old butte, um, but uh, maybe not made for the Oculus. So we've got uh, new VR, and uh, maybe I'll sell a VR app where you can look watch my mustache grow in real time. Um, so. <laughs> Lando Calrissian, here I come. <laughs> one more thing. But I'm down to one more. One all right folks well thanks for hanging out uh thanks for using some of your suddenly abundant free time to hang out with us for this uh special and unique taco apocalypse edition of the soco show Uh, again we're going to keep putting episodes out every week is our plan so you will find the show in some form uh every thursday in order to do that make sure you're subscribed wherever it is you're listening so you get those notifications 
when we drop a new episode. <clears throat> Don't forget to hit the description box, check out all of our sponsors, and of course, head over to Anchor and become a contributor if you like. All that said, let's wrap this biatch up. Um, again, this has been episode 136, our 17th anniversary. <laughs> And uh, we'll be back for more in seven days. He is the so-host, Seth Ott. I'm the co-host, Cody Michael. And we will see you next week. Bye.